Welcome to Baba Education Institute. My name is Reverend Henry Kelly. Today, we're going to be covering, in the New Testament, Matthew chapter 7, and, and the title will be Seek. Matthew chapter 7, and the title is Seek. We're going to be reading out of the NIV, the New International Version. As I always say, I love the King James, but just to make it simpler, we're going to do the NIV. Okay, let's get started. Starting in Matthew chapter 7, verse 1, and that's the New Testament. And on the top of this section is called Judging Others. Do not judge, or you too will be judged. For in the same way you judge others, you will be judged. And with the same measure you use, it will be measured to you. So in other words, what it's saying, and especially for Christian believers, you know, says to to show mercy, that is when you judge, don't judge harshly. Judge the way you would like to be judged, but, but now the world's different because, you know, wickedness is wickedness, and it's what it is. You can be loving and merciful, but we need to also warn, for those who are Christians, we need to warn those about if they were to die, and that includes everybody, including including myself, before I became a Christian, I was on my way to hell. Because it's the rejection of Christ, the rejection of God that gets us. We think we're all good and wonderful because we don't take the time to to read read the Bible, you know, which is the Bible is eternal life. Like when I was a sinner, I paid no attention to it, you know. But now the, the book itself is so precious to me because in... Um, in those uh, words in the pages, in the words on the pages, it tells you about eternal life, mercy, forgiveness, and all. You know, if you take the time to read it. That's why. So so we need to judge others as we would want to be judged yourself. Um, so just be, I'll just be cautious on that. Let's go to Matthew chapter 7, verse 3. Why you do you look at the speck of sawdust in your brother's eye? And pay no attention to the plank in your own eye. Verse 4, how can you say to your brother, let me take the speck out of your eye, when all the time there is a plank in your own eye? Verse 5. Now, he's using this, uh, this as an example, you know, to uh, so we can see the difference. You know, we're, we want to judge somebody else for something small, yet we're doing even worse. That's kind of what it means, okay? Let's go to verse 5. You hypocrite, first take the plank out of your own eye, and then you will see clearly to remove the speck from your brother's eye. Verse 6. Do not give dogs what is sacred. Do not throw your pearls to pigs. If you do, they may trample them under their feet and turn and tear you to pieces. Okay, so Jesus is using hyperbole here, uh, hyperbole, and so what it is, it's like a, an exaggerated thing, but also at the same time, he's saying, don't, um, you know, don't give the word of God to, to someone that could care less, you know, that doesn't want to hear it. You know, there's a lot of people that just reject it right off, they get mad at you, whatever, they don't want to hear it, so, oh well, that's on them, you know, you have people that just don't want to be, they don't want to be corrected, nothing, you know, 
They know everything, they're self-righteous, and that's it. They don't want to hear it. So to them, that's why it says not to give all the truth of the the Bible, the word of God, to those that don't want it. You know, those that reject it and they just don't care. You know, they'll kill you first, you know. It's kind of how it is, unfortunately. But there's all different kind of people in this world. But remember, God will not lose not one person that are his. That means he knows God, the Heavenly Father, knows, and Jesus, which is the Son of God, and also God in the flesh. But the Father knows that those that are his, he knows all things because he's God, we're not. You know, so those that he knows are his, he's going to make sure they hear the word of God because they'll receive it, you know. And that's why we have a predestination Um Election is the same thing. If you look up those words, predestination and election, you'll learn a lot. But, yeah, you know, it's because God already knows from the beginning of the world who's going to reject him and who's going to accept him. I know it'll bog your mind, you know, sometimes when you think upon these different things. But just let the Holy Spirit guide you. But if you don't know God, the Holy Spirit's not going to be able to work with you. The only thing the Holy Spirit can do is to convict you for you to come to to Christ and repent and ask for forgiveness and transfer the trust in yourself to Christ alone, you know, and turn away from sin. But so until you become a believer, then it's going to be hard to learn these things because you're going to try to learn it in your own strength and then with the worldly mind, you know. Okay, let's go to verse 7. The topic on this section is ask, seek, knock. Okay, let's begin, verse 7. Ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened to you. Verse 8. For everyone who asks receives. The one who seeks finds. And to the one who knocks, the door will be opened. Verse 9. Which of you, if your son asks for bread, will give him a stone? Verse 10. Or if he asks for a fish, will give him a snake? Verse 11. If you then... Though you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children. How much more will your Father in heaven give good gifts to those who ask him? So in everything, do to others what you would have them do to you. For this sums up the law and the prophets, and that is verse 7. I, I, I mean, excuse me, verse 12. I don't know why I said 7. Okay, so, so it's... So it says here, you know, um, so it says, um, so which of you, if your son asks for bread, will give him a stone? You know, even the world knows better than that, right? And verse 10, it says, or if he asks for a fish, we'll, we'll give him a snake. Of course they're not going to do that. Well, normal people won't. Verse 11, if you then, though you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more? Where your Father in heaven give good gifts to those who ask of him. And that was uh, verses 9 and 11. And then 12 again. So in everything, do to others what you would have them do to you. For this sums up the law and the prophets. So he's talking about the Ten Commandments, right? You know, God's moral law. And it's all in there. If you do that, you're doing that, you know. But again, that's, that's if you're already a believer, a Christian, right? Let's begin at, let's go down to verse 13. The narrow and the wide gates. Enter through the narrow gate, for wide is the gate, 
and broad is the road that leads to destruction, and many enter through it. Okay, let's stop right there on verse 13. It says many enter through it, so that means the wide gate is easy. Sin is easy, right? You just do whatever you want to do, sin, whatever. Yes, you go to, there's a consequence. It's not that easy, but it's easy to do, but the consequences are severe. And without repentance and turning to Christ, it will lead you to an eternity of hell, which is torment in fire and um, being subjected to to the evil. It's this all-encompassing evil that's, that's part of hell. It's, it's horrible. Nobody wants to go there. And it's also you're burning, you know. You're feeling the pain and everything, but you can't. There's no... Um, there's no relief. It's a forever thing. You have a forever a body to be tormented in. Just like if you're a Christian and you're a believer, you've, um, you've asked God to forgive your sins. You put your trust in Christ alone and you turn from the wicked ways. Then when you die, uh, you will be in heaven where you'll be blessed without all that. And you have the love of God. It's two major different things. Don't let people fool you. And Satan, the devil, will put in your mind, ah, it's a bunch of junk, but I'm telling you, it's real. You know, if I didn't believe it, I wouldn't be doing this. Um, okay, so, and, and then, so going back to the gate, and look what it says, continuing verse 13, enter through the narrow gate, for wide is the gate, and broad is the road that leads to destruction. And many enter through it. So many are going that direction. Few are coming to God. Verse 14 says, But small is the gate, and narrow the road that leads to life, and only a few find it. So more are going to hell, and, and fewer are going to heaven, because you got to go God's way. You can't go your own way. You know? Okay, let's drop down to verse 15. And the topic on this section is true and false prophets. Watch out for false prophets. They come to you in sheep's clothing. Be inwardly, but inwardly they are ferocious wolves, verse 16. But their fruit, you will recognize them. Do people pick grapes from thorn bushes or figs from thistles? Verse 17. Likewise, every good tree bears good fruit, but a bad tree bears bad fruit. Verse 18. A good tree cannot bear bad fruit, and a bad tree cannot bear good fruit. Okay, so this is, you can tell, if... Somebody says they're a Christian or they've converted and they're still doing the same stuff they did before, doing all the evil, cussing, whatever, then that's letting you know their fruit is rotten. So what they're saying is not so. You know? And that's how we can know if we're still doing that stuff. That's why uh God will help you if you're serious about him. You know. Verse nineteen, every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down. And thrown into the fire, verse 20. Thus, by their fruit, you will recognize them. And that's self-explanatory. Let's go down to verse 21. And uh, this section is called True and False Disciples. Verse 21. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter into the kingdom of heaven, but only the one who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. Verse 22. Many will say to me on that day, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name? And in your name, drive out demons, and in your name, perform many miracles. Verse 23, then I will tell them, right, and that's Christ, Jesus, I will tell them plainly, you know, I never knew you. Away from me, you evildoers. 
and that's what's going to happen. Let's drop down the next section. It's called the wise and foolish builders, verse 24. Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built a house on the rock. The rain came down, the streams rose, and the winds blew and beat against the house. Yet it did not fall because it had its foundations on the rock. Verse 26, but everyone who does... Oh, who bears these words of mine and does not put them into practice is like a foolish man who built his house on sand. Verse 27, then um, the rains came, the streams rose, and the winds blew and beat against the house, and it fell, and it fell with a great crash. Verse 28, when Jesus had finished saying these things, the crowds were amazed at the, his teaching because, verse 29, because he taught as one who had authority and not as their they're teachers of the law. So he was given an example. You know, for those that go God's way and they do everything they're supposed to, then when the storms come and all that kind of stuff, you go to stand. But those that who keep rejecting Christ and go their own way, you know, their fall will be great. So do you want heaven or do you want hell? You know? So we're going to stop there. Now, for those who have been convicted by the word of God here that I've just read, right? Not me, but God. You know, God through the word, his word. All I do is just read it. And I'm telling you about explaining it. But if you want to go to heaven, if you don't want to go to hell, then you must humble yourself as a child. Come to Christ. And then and ask, uh, uh, come in repentance. Repentance means to be sorrowful. Come with a sorrowful, contrite heart. Right, because you know, because you realize that you're on your way to hell, because you haven't asked, you haven't came to God, repent of your sins, ask God for forgiveness and mercy on you, and transfer the trust from yourself to Christ alone, as if you're in a parachute, or as if you're in a plane, right, and it's about to crash, and you have a parachute, you're going to hold on to that parachute, because it's going to save you from the jump you have to you have to take to save yourself, right, Jesus. Saves you from the judgment to come. When we all stand before Christ. So what do we need to do? Knowing that because uh, you've, you've not come to Christ in repentance. And done what, what the Bible says to do because you didn't know. right? Now you know. Now you're responsible. So now you come with a sort of contrite heart. Ask God for his mercy and repent. Ask for forgiveness, then transfer the trust from yourself to Christ alone. Then start reading your Bible daily without fail and do what it says. And there's every version in the world now. So if you're listening to me, now I can't you know, speak to the, the deaf because they can't hear, right? And this is an audio version right here. Um, so, so if I do, a, the only way they can hear is by either final sign language or if they read lips and I had a, a, a video, you know, uh, where they can see is different. But, but even those that can hear, maybe can't see, right? Uh, we all, it doesn't matter what, what we're at in life, blind or crippled or whatever, we all got to go the same way. That was, that was what I was trying to get to, right? We all got to come the same way. We got to come out of the darkness and come into the light. By asking God to forgive us our sins, repentance, 
come with a sort of country heart knowing that he's right and we're wrong, transferring the trust in Christ alone, and reading about David with Ethel and doing what it says, right and find a good Bible-believing church. You need to do this. It don't, you just talk to God, man. He hears everything. It's not a, you don't have to have fancy words and all this kind of stuff. God knows your heart, and he knows your intent. So he already knows, just come to him, right? Let me give you some salvation scripture. Romans chapter 3, verse 19. Uh, the NIV, now we know that whatever the law says, it says to those who are under the law, so that every mouth may be silenced and, and the whole world held accountable to God. Right? Okay, let me give you some more scripture here. Uh, James chapter 4, verse 8, draw nigh to God, and he will draw nigh to you. That means get close to God, and he'll get close to you. Cleanse your hands, ye sinners. Purify your hearts, ye double-minded. Matthew chapter 9, verse 13, go ye and learn what that meaneth. I will have mercy and not sacrifice, for I am not come to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. And all those that are not Christians, believers, then you're sinners. That's how it works. Second Peter chapter 3, verse 9, The Lord is not slack concerning his promise, as some men count slackness, but is long-suffering to usward, not willing that any per should perish, but that, but that all should come to repentance. And, and these last few ones I gave you is from the King James. Same, but it's very easy to understand, though. You know? So, that's what we need to do. And Romans chapter 10, verse 9 through 10, King James Version says, That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. Verse 10, For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. And Romans chapter 10, verse 13 says, For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. And also, First um, John chapter one verse nine says, "If we confess our sins, He's faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness." So it's up to us, you know. And you're gonna say, "Well, why would you say I'm guilty? All we gotta do is look at the Ten Commandments." Okay, I'm just gonna go sporadically across them. Have you ever lied? We've all lied, even a little white lie, whatever. Not want to hurt somebody's feeling. You're lying. See, God's standards are very high, and ours are very, very low. So, and it says if you break one of the commandments, you've broken them all, right? Have you ever looked at another person with lust? According to Jesus, uh, you've committed adultery in your heart already. Have you ever hated anyone? According to Jesus, uh, you already murdered in your heart because you're hating them. You see, that's only three, and we've already broken their ten. So we're all guilty, no matter, you know, you can you can be self-righteous as you want to, but if you don't change, you'll end up in hell forever, burning burning with a, a spiritual body that will not die because our soul doesn't die. The, the body dies, but our soul goes on, and you can either believe it or reject it. That's up to you, you know. I'm here trying to warn you. I'm like a, kind of like a, a conductor and he knows that the rebel tracks are out because it got flooded over and he's there shining that light trying to stop the train because if it doesn't stop if it doesn't heed that light and he don't stop he's going to go and he's going to he's going to kill 
uh, the engineer is going to kill himself and everybody that's traveling with him. You know? So it's up to you. Now, let me give you some resources that will help you. One of my favorites is you can find on YouTube, Apologios. Apologia Studios with Pastor Jeff Durbin. They got a lot of different shows on there too. Really good. You can, and uh, his, they have a podcast audio part. You can also listen to on Apple Podcast. And then um, they got a website where you can learn a lot. It has free seminary courses and stuff. Fantastic. And all kind of different shows you can watch. And that's Apologia's all lowercase Apologia Studios Studios dot com. And then you can watch on YouTube Dr. Vody Bacham, R.C. Sproul. And R.C. Sproul has a website. It's called Legionnaire Ministry. You can just put R.C. Sproul in the, the search engine and it'll pop it up. And he got great videos too. Uh, Answers in Genesis with Ken Ham. Answers in Genesis.org. Wild Builders with David Barter, Barton. Wildbuilders.com. Dr. Walter Martin. Uh, WalterMartin.org. And please watch on YouTube 23 Minutes in Hell with Bill Wise. It's very short but very. Powerful, and if in our website for Bible Education Institute, and we have you can also, uh, if you would like, uh, you can follow that, and you can just email me if you want to take the the course that we give. You know, it gives you it, it's a biblical studies course, and it's really good. No, it's not a degree or anything, but it will help you, and you'll learn a lot, and you will get a certificate, or you'll get a diploma. Okay. But it's fantastic if you would like to take it. And you can go, it's all lowercase, bible-education-institute.webnode.com. And our email is all lowercase, bible-education-institute at gmail.com. And, and you can find us on uh, YouTube, Rumble. And you can also find us on all the the audio podcast platforms, Stitcher, Spotify, Apple, Amazon, Audible, and Google. And we're on there. And if you need books or whatever, we'll give send you a free Bible if you like. If you get used books, new books, you can go to uh, Abe Books. That's A-B-E-B-O-O-K-S. Or Thrift Books. You know, you can always go to Amazon and some of the other ones, whatever you need. You know, and then also another good resource you can put in your search engine to TCT Network, and you can go down to on-demand programs, and there's two that are really good, and that's Faith and History with William Federer. He gives you the Christian, uh, a Christian world history and everything, and then you can watch, and all these shows are only like 30 minutes, and then you can go and learn about the, the Old Testament, uh, Ancient Jewish Wisdom with Rabbi Daniel Lappin, really good stuff. Uh, and you can also find Daniel Lappin. He has, um, he's on audio podcast too and pretty much all the ones that I went over Stitcher, Spotify, Apple, so on and so forth you know you can find them there too so remember we're all sinners come with a sore for contrite heart repent of your sins, that's God for mercy and forgiveness, transfer the trust from yourself to Christ alone and start reading the Bible dead without fail and praying, talking to God, that's all so till next time.